All right, we're almost live. Give it a sec. It's just, uh, it's it's doing things. Yeah, it's trying. It's going full effort. <laughs> oh, effort. what is that even happening right now? Uh-oh, I'm flying <laughs> blind. <laughs> I'm flying blind, boys. And we're live. Welcome to hey. the WAN Show. Merry ho 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 day, everyone. It's Christmas, but that will not stop me or Luke from coming nope. to you live from Canada, Canada, North America. Yep, that's where we're from, all right. We've got all kinds of great topics for you today, which is wow, it's a good thing that Santa already visited this morning because I've got a whole year left to make up for that whopper. Uh, <laughs> No one's been in the office this week, so um, we didn't even have real tech linked. So I couldn't even just go back to Riley's tech linked notes and steal topics and and talking points. So Luke and I literally, you know, this is the most classic WAN show we've done in probably years. Yeah, because you and I actually did the doc. Yeah. Luke and I actually did the doc for the WAN show, and I say that really loosely because Luke did like jack at all. Uh, I did a so, topic. I did one topic. <laughs> Luke and I did the talk for the WAN show for the first time in probably years because everyone was out of the office all week. So uh, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the KFC gaming console ripped yes. off our idea which is especially stupid because it's not even a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I made stencils with my 3D printer, so we're going to do some story time about that. (laughs) What do you got, Luke? 3060 12 gig and 3080 Ti 20 gig are coming. And uh, Tesla is offering FSD subscription service because we all knew they would. Of course they would. Let's go ahead and roll that intro. We both have like Christmas dinners to get to, so we're going to have to go ahead and uh, we're going to have to get through the show. We're going to have to get through the show today. There you go. There's that intro. I got to close the door. My daughter just ran in here. Like what even is the purpose of closed doors at a certain point? You know, someone got banned off Twitch because they, they left the room to like grab a snack or something and their child walked into the room um and clothes they... and everything oh but really unattend- unattended children are not allowed on stream so they got a full full ban for it what like forever as far as i know yeah but i could be very wrong about that point I'm not surely sure. they were just like some nobody i'm trying to remember like one of the twi- i need i need an ltt store toque this is terrible this is, this is getting worse, some hair not problems better. Too. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one of the like Twitch streamers that notoriously can't get banned for anything in spite of like being oh, mean to animals. I, 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 I'm so sorry. You know, the funniest thing is that because I tend to pay attention to internet entertainment news, my Google feed is often full of articles about. Uh, you know, Dr. Disrespect, Pokimane, and all... I probably, like, said that wrong. Uh, Dr. Like, no, all... you got it. Okay, awesome. All these, like, uh, Twitch personalities. And other than the top, like, you know... I'm trying to think, like, how many I, I could actually name off the top of my head. I could probably... Like yeah, I could probably name, like, six. Of which, the only reason I remember like half of them is because I've met them at some point or another, and like <laughs> yeah. they seemed pretty cool. Um, yeah. 
but uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, I'm always reading it. It seems like the single most dramatic community of all time. Like it, there's, yeah. there's one guy releasing like all these like sexed messages and like, hey, we had a relationship. And then, and then there's this other one that's like, uh, no, actually we didn't. The context wasn't there. And then other people are like, uh, actually there was, I, I don't, I don't even know. I can't even keep track of it. It's just like, Wow. I thought I thought you're supposed I thought you played video games. I thought that was what you did. I think one of the things is because Twitch I I I'm sure a lot of it is real, but I think one of the things is because Twitch is so bad for discoverability. Um they have the same type of thing that YouTube does where they right. make drama between each other and that promotes each other's channels and gets them actually going. Um but uh yeah, I I think there's a little bit more real drama on twitch for one and i think the fake drama is a little bit more intense i would i would say that one moment um, please the, the, yep. hey guys i'm closing the door for a reason please stop opening it <laughs> for crying out loud <laughs> the chat has informed me by the way that the yeah. the lady that got banned for her child being alone on her stream uh was unbanned after you're doing twitter it twitter outrage you're doing it Okay, this this was no this was a whole this was a whole drama thing last week. Okay, guys, I even sent I even sent this to Luke. Okay, this <laughs> this is how it went down last week. See, this is my face. This is my face when the chin when the chin is behind the banner. Okay, I fixed it. I moved the banner down. Then we got. Gonna, isn't there going to be the the swear word? Then we got this freaking guy. I don't know. Is that does that matter? Are you not allowed to in swear a, on Twitch? in a picture i don't know hold on a second where's my where's my stupid Family thing there we go channel, look at this Christmas, yeah. look at this he can't stop ladies and gentlemen he cannot stop he cannot not do it that's fine that that was it i was just i was waiting for my opportunity you sure did not make me wait long <laughs> i was temporary i was fixing my sweater come on man. all right why don't we jump into our what first what is topic. temporary yes is my outrage at the KFC gaming console. Me too, right? Okay, Ugh. so let's let's have a look at this thing. Let's have a look at this thing. Okay, Luke, I know that this is very unusual, but I'm going to do all the talking and I'd like you to say nothing for a little bit here, okay? <laughs> okay? Okay, okay, hold on a second. Hold on. Here it is. Introducing the chocolate KFC console and the hot dog flavored warming drawer. Okay, no, for serious though. This is the KFC console. Power your hunger. Forged in the fires of the KFC ovens. Leavable. I mean, who, who could ever think of something like this? It's, it's complete and utter madness. Hold on a second, though. I'm not done. I'm not done yet. Okay, hold on, hold on. Built and designed by Cooler Master. It's the opposite of cooling, by the way. It's a, it's a chicken warming drawer with only the best Nook 9 extreme compute element. Oh, yeah. And, I don't know, a graphics card. Um, Asus powered graphics that runs buttery smooth. Asus, Asus, Asus. Uh, we don't. I, okay, we don't know exactly what the, what are, that is, but that's okay because you we got are down everywhere. You got right Fire now. Cuda. Uh, we should be. No, we should be back up. Yep, should be back up. Okay, we don't know exactly. It's what kind of the, fluttering what that in is, and out. But that's a temporary temporary issue. Hopefully, all right. So back to the KFC console, because this is very important. We need to not get distracted yes. here. Yes, VR sorry. ready, ray tracing, which means it's got to be at least an RTX 2060, I guess. Oh, maybe it's like a not announced uh, yet thing. 
No, no, hold on, Luke. Hold on, Luke. We're getting to it. We're getting to it. Okay. 4K TV gaming, 240 FPS with up to 240 hertz output. And you got to power your hunger, okay? KFC Gaming, Cooler Master, Asus, and Seagate. Oh, yeah, also, you know, Cooler Master again because they, like, made the case or whatever. All right. So, Luke, let me ask you something. Let me ask you an honest question, very honest question here. Does that remind you of anything? (laughs) (laughs) I, I feel like you guys should do it. I think you guys should one-up them. <laughs> just uh, just hold on a second, though, Luke. I, I have to know. Honestly, does that remind you of anything? Yes. yes okay, you got to tell me. Yeah, the, the, the pizza heater. They, they, they did an internal warming chamber uh, versus the, like, just top-mounted thing that I did. Um, that's probably cool, I guess. I just, I can't believe they might be doing it um it doesn't i mean there definitely is not enough information to make me think that it's like for sure happening there's no way to pre-order it uh yeah there's there's literally no offboarding links at all other than just the landing page so i have no idea it's, it would be a weird it, it would be quite the out season april fool's joke um but it also looks extremely achievable yeah because they're doing nothing Exactly. Like, like K- KFC has nothing to do with this at all. KFC has um, memed it up, and you can't yes. underestimate. Don't undersell sure. the importance Marketing. of memeing it up, because yes. honestly speaking, I mean it's hilarious. Because if they actually go through with this, which it looks like they will, like they in could. the in the yeah. early days of this memey nonsense, I don't believe it was real. I think what happened was KFC. Mm, it worked too well. KFC actually memed something into existence. <laughs> okay. I suspect they got approached by Intel because otherwise, there's oh. no other reason on God's green earth that you would use a Nook computer extreme element for anything that you're designing a case around because it's <laughs> yeah. it's small. But other than that, it's like very expensive for the performance oh, yeah. that you're getting extremely like this this thing is going to be very costly yeah we've like, got rocket wow. lake rocket lake cpus around the corner which presumably this thing will not be using no. I, I could be wrong maybe they'll be rocket lake they're uh, probably it, Canon I mean, Lake. it's it's specifically specced out as a nuck nine exactly um, exactly so probably not so intel approached <laughs> KFC, that's what I think happened, brought in Cooler Master because Intel partners with Cooler Master on all kinds of crazy stuff, whether it's, you know, production of uh, like their their uh, their sub-zero thermoelectric Peltier cooler thing or whatever else. They work with Cooler Master on all kinds of stuff. They approached Cooler Master. They were like, hey, you guys make cases. Hey, we make this weird thing that needs to fit in a case. Oh, by the way, uh, the exhaust heat needs to keep your chicken warm. And we watched this video on Linus Tech Tips a number of years back that gave us the perfect idea for how to do this. Totally Welcome to the prototype build. Totally original idea. Okay, one, one Mr. Luke Lafreniere here with one of the worst like-dislike ratio <laughs> videos to ever be uploaded on the channel. Right up there with how to hide your... <laughs> And uh, what what are, some, what are some of the other bombs? Hey, that actually looks like the light this like has improved over time. I think it probably has. I think it was. I think it was worse than that. I think it was worse than that. Um, it was a lot closer to like one to one at one point. Okay, can you talk us through what exactly we're looking at here, Mister Lafreniere? 
Like, what, uh, so what is this, this was this was a budget of of nothing other than buying a pizza, um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like I think it was a side panel that I pulled from an old Scrapyard Wars computer, plus a test test bench. Um, and some cardboard, and we made a, a, a panel that would actually like keep warm. Uh, maybe it shouldn't. Have, yeah, pizza warming. I think it originally was called a pizza heating thing, and people got upset about that. We so we called it warming. Um, but it, it actually did succeed in keeping the pizza at least somewhat warm. Well, um, okay, you're forgetting a critical part of the story and the thing that I was so mad about because, the, okay, so this video actually generated a little bit of tension between me and Luke because I thought I was throwing him a total softball on a Friday afternoon to like hit his video quota for the week, okay? Uh, and I thought I was like doing him a solid because this was something that I had planned to just kind of shard out in an afternoon uh, because I was just like, yeah, it's so funny. You've got like this heat from the computer. Why not do something useful with it? Uh, oh yeah, you could keep your pizza warm. So Luke goes and just totally, I don't know what happened. I don't know how this miscommunication <laughs> took place, but Luke hears, or maybe I didn't say it. I don't know. I'm not pointing fingers. I just, the concept time. was pizza, uh, like temperature maintenance mechanism and luke manages to turn it into pizza like heating so he gets the <laughs> he orders the pizza in the morning and then tries to reheat it with the computer and i was like no luke that's why i asked you to order two pizzas so you would put one of them on the computer and you would put one of them on the counter and see which one cooled down slower which it would have worked for way better it's not supposed to be an oven this is not easy bake afternoon this is this is a different kind of baked afternoon if you really think that we're gonna heat the pizza with the freaking computer someone in floating chat was like this is why luke doesn't work for lmg anymore you know what maybe <laughs> Maybe. Um, oh my yeah, gosh. I don't know. It, I, there, there was these like additional concepts we came up with too. Oh, of course, we got signed out of the dock. Come on. Of course. Um, there was these additional concepts we came up with too. I don't know if you remember this, but we were theorizing using like, um, uh, like hair dryer coils. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, yeah, I do. We wanted it to like, like be real warm. Yeah. Um, and, and like there, yeah, we we had actually taken the concept pretty far, but to do it genuinely properly, which it does not look like they're doing, to be clear, um, but to do it genuinely properly, it would take it would take a little bit, but it's definitely possible. Now I've ripped on Luke a fair bit here on this topic here, but can I just play? Can I play Luke's advocate for a second here, and talk about how long I actually gave Luke to? <laughs> put together his concept for this and execute it. Um, so based on that, it was shot on a Friday. That means we had WAN show. Uh, I know that he didn't start it until the afternoon because I remember freaking out because the pizza was there like around lunchtime. And I was like, why is the pizza here already? And Luke's like, well, it's lunchtime. I kind of <laughs> assumed we'd like eat the pizza after we warm it up or something. And I'm like, Okay, that's very frugal and uh, efficient of you. Okay, good job. <laughs> but also, uh, you haven't actually built the computer yet. 
you know what? It doesn't matter. Okay, we operated under much, much tighter fiscal constraints back then. So I think Luke actually even offered to reorder pizza for like what I had intended the concept to be, which was maintaining the temperature. But I was like, what would that be? Another $50? No, we better not do that. <laughs> so I gave Luke like minutes of notice on this and then like two hours to fully build this concept and and shoot a video about it. <laughs> So in fairness, I still, to Luke, I still probably could have done a, a bit better. I, I think if it was if it was more of a keep warm concept, I think it probably would have had less negative backlash. But um, yeah, I always kind of wanted to do a follow up, but it was I mean, it, it was one of the most was, hated videos ever. It was one of the most hated videos ever. I still think that might actually be a good idea to do a follow up on because like it, you could title it like our most hated video ever part two and people <laughs> would be all over that um but i i just it back when it was just linus and i like there isn't there was very rarely enough time to do like big grandiose projects and to do that properly it would have been a big grandiose project it would so. have actually taken some work and neither luke nor i has a ton of how do we say uh, metal fabrication know-how? <laughs> you don't. You don't like my. You don't like my cuts in the side panel. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what, Luke? They're beautiful. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. We actually have a part two of this concept planned that I think is has like viral potential. Instead of beautiful. trying to do anything with food, though, now that KFC has beaten that horse to death, um, okay. we are actually going to build a water-cooled machine that has a passive, passively cooled radiator that is a cat bed. Oh, oh, that's smart. Because everyone complains about them walking on your keyboard, but it's probably because your keyboard's warm. And they uh, also just like hand. to be, they like to be in the middle of whatever you're doing. Like they always but disrupt I, I laundry like or- might draw Warm bed, in. warm bed might distract them. So we're gonna do the cat warming PC. Uh, Stay tuned for that one. It's going to be awesome. And we've got enough people at the office that own cats now that it's going to be one of those things where we can actually test it in like a variety of uh, a variety of uh, people's homes and see if it actually works. I suspect my cat's going to be super into it, but it's kind of cheating because Dash will literally go sit on any new thing that is in any room of our house. I brought out a couple of garbage bags to uh, to sort cardboard and then like plastic waste from opening Christmas presents this morning. Sure. She yeah. immediately went into one of them and then went into the other one and came out and was like, okay, I've, they're safe. I have, I have inspected. Yeah, the family, the family can rest assured that these garbage bags are <laughs> fully prepared for their garbage. Thank you, Dash. That's fantastic. Um, oh, we've got a question from John McBain. McBain. Uh, I've been rewatching early, uh, early seasons of The Simpsons. And it's like, I never realized as a kid how political the show is. It's like Ronald Reagan is in there constantly and stuff like that. And only as an adult, just I like... When I was a kid, I, I just didn't really place the connection, especially because it was American politics stuff. Yeah. Um, so I just thought they were just characters, you know? Like, I didn't... I didn't really necessarily clue in that they were they were depictions of real people. Um, John McBain asks, "Why no Wan show Vod on Flow Plane?" Wrecked. Uh... Wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> because reasons. 
it's been a low priority basically yeah yeah all right cool moving on to oh yeah what else is there to say about kfc ripping off our idea oh yeah we do have the spec it's they, a core i9 9980hk even... it's not even 10th yeah. gen no oh. nook nine see oh yeah nook, nook nine, nine just nine means gen. core i9 based though i think i, I don't oh, think it? nook nine means ninth gen i i don't oh, know okay I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, it, it, we don't, you don't know how much me like RAM memory it's actually going to come with because the uh, compute element is not populated with memory and the KFC spec page says nothing. Uh, <laughs> the graphics card has no details. It just says it's from Asus. There's yep. nothing else at all. No, no. Um, it also says it's buttery smooth. <laughs> and uh, up to 240 FPS in all games. <laughs> I love how they capitalize I mean, all games. Is this one of those things where, like, the marketing for it is so blatantly bullspit that, you know, if someone comes back and says, hey, this is false advertising, KFC can actually, with a straight face, say, well, Probably. you couldn't have possibly believed this was real, so it's Probably. kind of on you. Because I like think they're... that's a thing, isn't it? I think so. Like, yeah. uh, well, because Red Bull. But, you know, Red Bull had to pull their Red Bull, Red Bull gives you wings. Uh, ah, yeah. so maybe it's not. Maybe it doesn't matter how obvious it is that it's not true. I don't know. I, well, I, some they... some uh, some brands have gotten away with that, so I I don't know. Um, probably up to. I have no idea how that works. Yeah, I'm not a I'm not a clue. Hardly a legal expert. Can I, can you believe over ten thousand people are watching this on Christmas? Don't you people have anything better to do? <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm here too. Uh, let's get. Yeah. <laughs> let's move on to our next topic. Wow. Linus. Okay, what's going on? Okay. So for the longest time, um, I have actually strung my own rackets. And yeah. it's one of those things that like doesn't make a ton of sense. Um, I spent like, I don't know, I some ungodly amount of money on a stringing machine because I was like, nah, dog, I don't want like the, the like manual one. I want like the electronic one. And I'm going to I'm going to like string my rackets all the time. And I'm going to do it so often that it's going to pay for itself. And I'll even like I'll do it for like buddies and I'll charge them 10 bucks or whatever. And like, come on, get real. Anyway, the point is I spent like thousands of dollars on a racket stringing machine that I have probably used a hundred times, maybe, at a grand total savings of about twelve to thirteen dollars a pop. That's that's about how much money I save doing it myself. But one of the benefits of doing it myself is that instead of having like the brand logo, you know, Yonex or Leaning or whatever, uh, put onto the strings with like the the marker. I can print my own stencils and get my own marker ink and then I can put whatever I want. So lots of people have like super cool things that they stencil onto their rackets like uh, angry pandas or, or whatever. Sure. Um, so I got it in my head that I was like, oh, I have an Ultimaker 2 extended that sits in my side room that I almost never use except to print random toys off Thingiverse for my kids. I am going to make my own racket stencils. So here's my first attempt. I let my daughter pick which one she wanted. I actually, hmm, I really should have probably grabbed her racket to show you guys the end result. That would have been a sensible thing to do. Whatever, the point is it, it put black ink on the strings. It, it worked. Um, and she decided she wanted a four-leaf clover. That's what that is, if that's what you're trying to figure out right now. No, is, is, is that paper? Uh, no, it's filament. Okay, yeah. 
just okay. super thin. Yeah. So anyway, um, I am not a 3D printing expert. I have people like Jake and Colin and Alex to do that for me. So usually when I want something 3D printed, I'm like, hey, one of you, can you design a thing and print it for me? Or Matthias, there's, there's literally a half a dozen people on staff that can just kind of conjure anything I could possibly need and 3D print it for me. So I've gone full CEO mode on 3D printing and gone, you know what? It's actually cheaper for me to hire someone to do this for me than it is for me to learn to do it myself. Sure. So yeah. this is one of the first times that I have ever actually tried to create something from scratch to 3D print. So I found this software called Matter Control 2.0, and it specifically has a function called, what is it called? Image Converter. So you can just find any image you want and it will convert it into a 3D model. And then all you have to do is adjust the depth, which um, the guide that I found said uh, that it, the field was in millimeters. Turns out they have since updated the software. It is now in centimeters. That was a close call. Uh, we almost printed a one centimeter thick stencil uh, with completely solid fill because I didn't want it to, you know, do anything other than complete fill because so that would have been like a pound of filament or whatever at this size. Um, anyway, so they've converted that to centimeters. We got that one figured out. But the real problem for me was not that I'm a moron as far as 3D printing goes, but actually that I'm a Photoshop moron. So it has a function where you're supposed to just bring in any black and white image. This did not start out black and white, by the way. It started out green. So I had to do a whole thing in paint.net where you convert to black and white with like some tolerance or whatever. Regular paint wouldn't do it. Don't you hate that? When something looks solid, like a solid color and you get the paint bucket and it fills in like 30% of it. Like, oh yeah. no, that yeah. was an ever, so, ever slightly different shade of green. So I had to figure out how to do that in <laughs> paint.net. Then... I ran into the real problem because all of that stuff that I've like either pretty much done before or was very straightforward in paint.net. Okay. I had this, let me just bring up my thing here. Okay. In paint.net, I had this and you would think that this isn't a problem. So this right here is a transparency layer because I didn't want the stencil to be a rectangle, right? Why would I want to print out a whole bunch more filament here if the sure. racket yep. head is an oval and my graphic is an oval shape? I could not, for the love of all that is good, figure out how to get rid of it. So in paint.net, if I save as PNG, theoretically, this image you would think would be an oval-shaped image. It's not. No. And when you search for how to get rid of checkerboard background... You end up, it's one of those things where Google is too good at knowing what the problem probably is and doesn't give you anything but the most obvious answer. So every single help thread I found was people who don't understand what a transparency layer is. And they were trying to get rid of it because they thought it was part of their image. And I was like, no, I want an oval shaped canvas. That's what I actually want. And as far as I could tell, there was no way to do it. So my workaround ended up being to invert the colors. I think what I ended up doing was making that actually black and then in like double inverting or rather not inverting the colors in Matter Control 2.0 so that this outer rectangle, which I never did get rid of, was just this, it was blank. 
So that is my long and boring story about 3D printing stencils. And after all this frustration, I'm finally printing the thing and my wife walks in and she goes, why didn't you just do that on the cry cut? Is that, is that an acrylic cutter? It's, it's like kind of an everything cutter. It's like a little, like, it's like a little CNC cutter thing for like, uh, like craft clubs. Like it's all, all I was thinking about actually the perfect story. tool. And I, I had I had seen the spoiler of of Yvonne walking in and asking why he didn't just use the cry cut. But the, all I was thinking of that whole time is like, man, there must have been like a a, a plethora of ways to do this better, <laughs> like a way better tool for this job. Yes. Yeah, like man, using a three D printer for this is wild. <laughs> and the thing about the cry cut too is that it comes with like housewife grade software, like it's like like kid friendly software. So it's it really is designed to make it so that just about anyone can steal an image on Google image search and turn it into anything they want. And meanwhile, I'm figuring out how to 3D print it. But you know what, Luke? You know what? No, no, f you. Because this is so durable, okay? This is made of high quality PLA filament, okay? And I might have printed it the wrong size, but darn it, it's gonna last forever. <laughs> nice so the point of the story is guys hit me up on twitter at actually don't use the handle that's on this thing use at linus g sebastian and i want you guys to send me what i should put on my racket because after all of this i i put the four leaf clover on my daughter's racket and it worked great it worked exactly as i would have expected it to uh, but I could not decide what to put on mine. So guys, help me out here. Help me out. Bruh, that's sexist, not gonna lie. Okay, you're right. You're right. The cry cut in its... Hold on a second. What is the what is the color scheme of this thing? The cry cut machine in its soft baby blue color scheme is definitely marketed to manly men. I'm sorry. I did I did it wrong. I, I said a bad I said a bad wrong think wrong speak thing house person house person it could have been any kind of house person any kind of house person okay <laughs> nick nick's messaging me already look nick you got to stop pinging the entire chat with teams messages i'm i'm muting your notifications see you later um okay the reason i called it that is because that's the only person in this house who uses it Okay, and only, only when she's not at work and not busy. <laughs> so there you go. Um, all right, what else do we have? Uh, we've got, ooh, sponsors. The show yeah. is brought to you today by, oh, Lordy, I do not have sponsor talking points. Okay, I guess we're making it up as we go. Haha, because we no longer archive previous when show talking points. Private internet access. It's a VPN. It helps you let Luke know that his chin is cut off by the lower third again. And also PIA is good for keeping your IP, your IP private. So you can IP privately. Um, so no one's watching. It's part of your internet security toolkit and you can try it. You can, I, I forget if they have a free trial or if it's a paid trial, but you can definitely get some kind of trial 
lmg.gg slash piawan. I hope that's the right vanity URL. Cool. Go check it out. Show is also brought to you by Ridge Wallet. Ah, yes. This one I'm, this one I'm pretty good with. Okay, Ridge Wallet. Save 10% at Ridge Wallet, whatever their website is. Uh, if you Google Ridge Wallet, you'll definitely land there and you use offer code Linus and they have more than just Ridge wallets and and Ridge wallets are little wallets that are these two plates and they're held together by like elastic bands and you can kind of you can put your finger into the little finger hole and it's like and it lets all your cards out and you kind of pick through them and get the one that you want and it's like it's small it doesn't hold a lot of cards but it does hold cash because it has a money clip on the side that initially when i first started doing these spots for them i thought was so that you could put the ridge wallet on your belt but that's not what it's for jake called me an idiot and i remembered that forever thank you jake uh but that's okay they have more than just wallets <laughs> they got other stuff so go check them out ridge wallet we're uh, got a link down below and it's also brought to you by honey join honey.com slash linus and start saving today honey works at all kinds of retailers like amazon uh new egg razor best buy and more honey finds you the best coupon codes so you don't have to go look for coupon codes and i don't care how you pronounce it it's coupon that is the correct way it's clearly coupon honey will back me up on this they probably won't. They'd probably throw me under the bus. But if you go to joinhoney.com slash Linus, you never get to have that anxiety about like, oh, am I actually getting the best deal or not? Because Honey's going to go find all the coupon codes that are out there. It's going to automatically apply the best one. And you too could save money with Honey. Whoa. They make, wait, what's that? What do other people say? Coupon. Coupon? Yeah, they're monsters, all of them. Uh, so yeah, go to joinhoney.com slash Linus. It's free. That's right. Free. All right, in other news, LOL told you so. Tesla has officially, well, I don't know. I don't know. Is it, does it count as a Tesla announcement when Elon at, at, tweets it? At this point, I feel like legally no. <laughs> right? But probably yes, if that makes any sense. Um, I think he's like not allowed anymore. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I, don't I know, know. There, was, there was something going on with him and his tweets and what they were allowed to be and what they weren't allowed to be a while ago. I don't remember what the ending of all of that was. Uh, but he has said early next year, which at this point could be like days from now, um, there will be fully self-driving uh, subscription services available instead of one large purchase. So if you like lease your car, uh, you could subscribe to it instead of buy it. Um, also, apparently, the pricing just went up by $2,000. Yep. Wow. I mean, you know, it's one of those things where I get it. I understand why full self-driving is expensive uh, because there's a ton of software development and it's ongoing. It's not like you can, you know, this isn't Final Fantasy 2. You can't just, you know, well, the, no, my point is you can't just like write Should it once. It. Yeah, yeah okay. ship it yeah. and forget about it. There's going to constantly be new edge cases that you're going to discover that like the just the the data processing and data storage that you're going to have to maintain on an ongoing basis in order to keep learning and keep improving and keep remapping the world because the world is it's so inconvenient. The world is always changing, right? I understand why you have to pay a mess ton of money for full self-driving capability on your car, whether it's a Tesla or whatever else it is in the future. But that doesn't mean that I don't have to be bummed that I can't just pay for it once. Now, for now, 
they are still offering the yes. option to pay for it once. But what we also don't know is what that looks like in the future. Um, you know, TeamViewer, for example, you used to be able to buy just once. I own a perpetual license for TeamViewer 12, which is why I refuse to update from TeamViewer 12, because now with TeamViewer, whatever we're on, 15 or 16 or something like that, there is no option to buy it outright. You absolutely must subscribe to it as a service. So nothing would technically prevent Tesla from saying, oh, oh, well, oh, oh you bought full self-driving 1.0. This is full self-driving 2.0 and we're not off. It's like got, it's got, you know, support for the rocket boosted acceleration on the Roadster 2. Uh, so yeah, in order to account for that, we really had to fine tune some things. So you really need the new software. Um, nothing would also prevent them from just sunsetting the original one. And Tesla has a long and proud history of announcing programs and then sort of unexpectedly or with some warning sunsetting them, whether it's the referral program or the free supercharging or whatever the case may be. So what this is, is Tesla telegraphing what the future is going to look like. Full self-driving, buying it outright is either going to go away if we stay on this trajectory, or it's going to get prohibitively expensive to the point where it just doesn't make sense anymore. And subscriptions are going to be a thing. But yeah. for those of you who are, you know, over my dead body, you know, subscriptions for my car that I own, uh, I have some words of, I have some words of comfort for you. Uh, you know, don't worry because in the future, it won't matter that you never actually own the car you bought because by the time self-driving is actually practical to use, you, you will not be buying a car. Because yeah. uh, remember oh, guys, yeah. I'm not just talking about the capability to fully self-drive. Uh, that could be sooner. I'm talking about full self-driving being actually put my feet up in the back seat and read a book safe. Have a nap. Like, Every no awareness required type of that's stuff. right. Every edge case that could possibly come up, that car is going to know what to do. And not only that, but that level of capability has been around so long that notoriously slow legislators are going to have actually created laws to allow these things to be used without you paying attention to them on public roads. By the time that happens, you will not buy a car. That's the whole idea. The fleet is just going to drive around Uber style and it'll be pay as you go, baby. The fleet owner will pay for the subscriptions and that is the future, whether you freaking like it or not, that's coming for you because there's so many things about it that are just, I mean, governments are going to eat this up. What? Whoa, hold on a second. And businesses too. I've already seen the parking regulations here in the area where we live go way down because cities are trying to get fewer cars parking. I forget what it is, but in an average city, there's something like seven or like nine parking stalls for every car because grocery store, home, work, these are all places that kind of like everyone Zerg rushes to all at once and these are parking stalls that sit empty yeah. the vast, vast majority of the time. So for cities to be able to claw back parking space 
for businesses to be able to build out for for property developers to be able to build out buildings with far less parking in them and be able to justify it. I mean, there's apartment buildings in Vancouver that you can buy now that do not have a parking stall assigned to them that you cannot get a parking stall assigned to. You are just expected to not own a car. Um, so it's happening. And I'm sure chat, which I'm not looking at, is full of people who live in rural Utah or whatever, like, they'll pry my truck for my cold, dead fingers. Yeah, of course. There's always going to be places where that's not going to be the case. But when I talk about the future, I'm not talking about the 1930s. I'm talking about the future. Places where it is the same as it has been for 100 years, yeah, it'll probably be a little slower. Um, so it's just like when I talk about, you know, fiber to the home being the future. Yeah, it's going to take a long time in a lot of areas, but that doesn't yeah, and change like, that and that's like the direction we're going. work vehicles and stuff like that are, are, are is, is not really what he's talking about. It's, it's like, yeah, it's, it's these like mass commodity usage cars. Like if you, yep. if you use your car essentially twice a day to, to go to, to go to work and to go home or to like go to your friend's house or something and to go home on the weekend. And that's basically it. You're, if you think about it, the, that asset is more or less being being wasted while it's just sitting there. Yes, it loses value the more you drive it around and the more you use it and stuff like that. But um, if you could use it at those times, it would be more valuable. Um, so even, even the potential idea, which I don't really think will be a thing, um, but is where you could like buy a car and sign it up for a service where it goes around and drives and picks people up. Uh, maybe that'll be a thing. Uh, the like the the man, what's even the name of it? I think Tesla uh, has said that they want to allow people to uh, kind of um, sublet their their cars that yeah. they own into the Tesla like fleet. I think this is something they've already talked about. Uh, something else occurred to me too. ICBC. So that's our local insurance monopoly that exists for whatever reason. Um, ICBC recently changed a lot of the way they're handling insurance to be more tied to the driver and less tied to the vehicle. So that's a, yet another thing that is happening as the, as the world shifts to owners just having their own insurance and vehicles just being like a thing that sits on the curb until you get into it and drive it somewhere. And to be clear, guys, the people who are upset about this Trust me, it's not like I'm not with you. I want to own my own car so that it's like right there ready for me to use and I don't have to deal with someone else's smelly dog or whatever that was in the back of this shared vehicle. Like, trust me, I get it. It's not that I'm against you. It's just that this is happening. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if there was like premium, like high availability options. Oh, for sure. Where when a vehicle was not being used, it like parked itself by you, you yep. know what I mean? And it'll get all machine learning-y and it'll know like approximately what times people like to yeah. go where. And once you've got enough people using the service, it's going to, uh, it's like, it's kind of like anything. Like, okay, ABCs of gaming sells anywhere from 40 to 60 units a day on LTT store. And it's just like, once you reach a certain scale, you get, that level of predictability like it just happens mm, right um so you guys know how much to order and when to order it that kind of stuff like everyone thinks that they're an individual snowflake but actually there are there are just patterns that start to emerge once the data set gets big enough and that's how you know mm. facebook and google have gone and made a fortune right 
Um, so yeah, it's it's happening, and you know what? They can they can pry my volt from my cold dead fingers, and they might just do, they might just do such a thing. But I doubt that <laughs> I doubt that my youngest child will see any purpose in learning to drive. Like at your youngest, but but yeah, not twelve your years. Twelve years. I suspect my son, for a variety of reasons, like aside from just like. Um, wanting to learn it yeah i think he would just want to regardless yeah yeah, yeah. okay it's kind yeah. of a control freak uh <laughs> and well like and i'm not saying that's a bad thing like i want to operate sure. my vehicle i am quite certain that i can operate my own vehicle in a way that is safer than an ai will be able to operate it for a very very long time because i do things that are not technically legal but improve my safety on the road so perfect example, okay? If it's if it's raining, instead of staying in exactly the middle of my lane, what I will do mm. is I will go and I will just ride I'll ride the dotted line because I know that there are there are kind of divots in the road where the tires travel the most, where water tends to pool and it's more likely to hydroplane. That's put a bird on it, you know? Um so the way that so if nobody else is on the road, <laughs> The way that I would drive is absolutely uh, illegal, but from a not crashing into a barrier standpoint is safer. And in much the same way, I will often maintain like crazy buffer zones around vehicles that I, you know, think might not be able to see me very well or that I have been observing for some time and I find their behavior to be erratic. I'm a very defensive driver. So for a long time, it will be even if a self-driving car is safer than the average driver, it will probably be safer for me to operate my vehicle than to allow a robot to do it. However, compared to me in a distracted state, like if I'm hungry and I need to yeah. eat something, <laughs> well, I could probably I could and probably I, let FSD take over. And I think you're going to run into some issues there with with people that want to think that, uh, but probably shouldn't. Oh man, um, I, I know like, so many of those. And like, um, yeah, Luca, what are you saying, by the way? <laughs> Nothing. I, uh, I just, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's going to be interesting because the people aren't going to want to admit that they should just let a car drive itself. Oh yeah. Whereas, and, and like, I, I, I think in a lot of cases, it, it just should because of that, that. Um, like right now, not good enough, whatever. But once it is good enough, the, the permanent awareness is going to be so huge because um, the amount of things that can distract someone while they're driving is very high. And and to assume that you can always at every single point in time be as aware as the end goal of this thing, or at least even close to the approved by government goal of this thing is going to be... Um, is probably going to be incredible. Easton Lovelace says, Linus is describing how motorcycle riders have to drive all the time. Uh, yes. They're good habits. They're good. I am. I do ride. And they're good habits. If you drive like you ride, the likelihood of getting into an accident, I mean, it depends how you ride, of course. Uh, but if you, <laughs> if, you ride, if you ride safely, if you ride defensively, then it's, it's good habits for always. Uh, yeah. Just maintaining a lot of space around you. I mean, the motorcycle is a fun one. Like my, my wife doesn't like it, obviously, that I ride the bike. And my whole defense to her is like, look, yes, if I get in an accident on the bike, it's worse. I'm a pancake, basically. 
but the odds of me getting in an accident on the bike, I would argue are significantly lower. I have so much, like I have had times where I was on the bike, someone went and changed lanes without freaking looking at all. And because I was on the bike, not only did I have an extra like meter or two of space before they would make contact with me that I was able to use to get out of the way, but because of my ability to instantly accelerate and not to mention brake faster than a cage, yeah, I was able to get out of the way. I would have gotten into an accident in that case at no fault of my own if I had been in my car. I've also noticed when driving around, because um, I have not ever been on a bike, um, but I've noticed when driving around that in in like annoying situations, the 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 best people to kind of like, you know, that like no contact befriend, if you know what I mean? Like you don't, you don't necessarily even see each other, but like yeah. you're clearly not being jerks to each other is usually the people on bikes because they are usually paying more attention. And especially in like traffic jam style situations, people in cars, like almost so many features in modern cars are like, okay, you don't hear it anymore. Okay. You don't feel the road anymore. Okay. It like yeah. drives itself progressively more and more. Like it's, there's all these things that are going to lull you into less and less awareness because you don't have to pay as much attention. Um, and then bikes are like, just not that at all. So. Meandres Orbitalis uh, figures there's a little bit of natural selection at work. Motorcycle riders are generally better because the bad ones don't stick around after making mistakes. <laughs> um, Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> sure. Yep. That's fair enough. Um, is there anything else we, oh, we should probably do the ISPs no longer allowed to charge rental fees bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> this is posted by Spartaman64 over on the forum and it kind of tickled both me and Luke. Uh, broadband and TV providers will finally be required to stop charging rental fees for equipment that customers own thanks to a new U.S. law that takes effect on Sunday. How did this take so long? I mean, to be clear, like, bravo. It's about time some pro-consumer yes, sure. legislation yeah. passed. Um, the change is good news for customers of Frontier Communications, which has insisted on charging $10 rental fees to customers who use their own routers. As we wrote, sorry, who's the article from? Ars Technica. As Ars Technica wrote in July 2019, Frontier claimed it charged the fee to cover higher support costs for customers who use their own equipment. Okay, fair enough. Except that Frontier also said at the time that it cannot support or repair non-Frontier equipment contradicting its own justification for charging the fee. Ridiculous. Hilarious. About time. We there's just... like no way in hell that it costs them $10 a month in customer support per person to support no all the way. people with their own routers. I, 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 I would just wager a guess that the people with their own routers are probably costing them less in support, to be honest. Probably. Probably. Um, last topic, Intel is rumored to be taking back the gaming crown. An 11900 engineering sample with a wimpy 1.8 gigahertz base clock. Uh, this is a Core i9, but don't worry, a 3.8 gigahertz all-core boost and maximum boost of 4.4 was spotted, benchmarked. Uh, the original source here is from WCCF Tech and Tom's Hardware. And it looks like it could end up based on Cinebench and Ashes of the Singularity. So these are not, these are not perfect benchmarks, yeah. but they're indicators. Looks like it could be as much as 20% faster than Comet Lake clock for clock, which would 
put the gaming crown firmly back in Intel's hands. They're rumored to come out in Q1 2021. So, uh, hey, maybe uh, maybe Intel is hoping to, you know, have a, a better year in 2021 than the just absolute pounding they took in 2020. Um, yeah. it, it's 14 nanometers still, though, for those who are wondering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Um, also, LTT Store, Boxing Day sale. Oh, yeah. We have a Boxing Day promotion on LTT Store. Yeah. Uh, $5 off everything store-wide ends tomorrow at midnight Pacific time. Oh, my. What is that noise? Is that you? That's my bird. Sorry. Oh, what's up? Okay. You know what, Luke? I don't think you've ever formally introduced the bird. Can we Can we sure. formally introduce the bird? This is Taquito. Oh, geez. He apparently wanted to be there instead. His yeah. name is Taquito. Um, he, he really enjoys talking. So usually when we do the WAN show, he just sits there and he pulls one foot up and he just stands on one foot because that's usually like he's happy and comfortable. Hi. He likes my nose too, for whatever reason. Um, it's glorious nose. But every once in a while, he wants to be engaged in the conversation. So he'll come over and, uh, as you saw, I guess, land on my head. That's, that's a bit of a new one. He only started doing that yesterday. Uh, but he'll start talking too. And he really likes... Um, the the like wire that's next to my microphone so he'll stand on that but that means he's standing on my microphone hi there you go he's standing on my microphone um you can see he, he perches on a single finger mm -hmm. um, but yeah he stands on my microphone and talks which sometimes means if i'm like uh having a conversation with someone you can you can hear mr taquito i'm talking about you i noticed he, he got canceled really out pretty good what are you using uh sm7b no, no, I mean, um, like, it seemed like he was canceled. Do you have any, like, background noise cancellation on? Oh, nope. Uh, no. Just a, a uh, da, 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 da. Discord, by default, has mm. a, uh, what is it exactly called? Input sensitivity. Oh, yeah, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all, yeah. actually. Yeah, it works okay. All right, so I guess I should do a handful of Super Chats, but I think Luke has a hard out. Three minutes ago, so I don't want to get you in trouble with plenty time. Yeah. Okay. All right. See you later. Probably good. Bye. Say bye. He's just leaning towards my face. He doesn't want to say bye at all. Bye. All right. Ilya asks, when comes the big shave? I don't know. Haven't actually decided if I'm doing it or not. Oh, uh oh. Uh, there we go. Cool. Uh, Robert B says, Merry Christmas. Hey, thank you. Brennan says, Hey, did you ever get used to YouTube music since Google Music is gone? Uh, no, I kind of, I think I might just have to switch to Spotify. Um, they still haven't figured out how to get kids accounts working because YouTube doesn't allow kids under 13 to use it. So YouTube music has that same limitation, even though my kids really, they, they offer a family plan and kids can't use it. It's just super stupid. So I'm just going to have to switch over to Spotify. I think my other issue is that you can't stream straight to Sono speakers through the app. You could with Google Play Music. I suspect that will just never get fixed because of the ongoing legal dispute between Sonos and Google. So I'm just going to have to like manually port over my playlists, I guess, unless there's a faster way. Uh, Daywo asks, why does your hair look greasy? Because it's super greasy. I haven't gone to work all week, so I have not washed my hair in like four days. So that's what it looks like. So if you were wondering if I normally wash my hair, the answer is yes. <laughs> Uh, sweet Manok, glad to hear that. Happy to help. Mike Adams says, happy Christmas, guys. Managing to catch you live today from the UK. Loving the show. Hey, thank you very much. 
Finn says, first time watching live. By the way, could LTT Store be a distributor for Vessi's shoes since they don't ship them worldwide? I mean, we haven't really explored the idea of just selling like other people's stuff. I guess we could think about it, but I can tell you now from like a business standpoint, we are more interested in selling our own stuff just because, you know, it doesn't pollute the messaging, right? Like, where do you go to buy LTT stuff? LTTstore.com. Where do you go to buy other stuff? Some other place. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'll think about it though. Johnny SM says, great to see you two live, finally. What do you mean finally? We can go live every week. Linus, do you have some air conditioning in your home server room? I do not. Are they hot and loud? Um, they're like loud-ish, but not hot because what I do have is a fan in there. I made a video about that a while back. And then uh, with the new insulation that we blew into the attic space, actually there's no exhaust for it, but I can open up a door into my other attic space in the summer. In the winter, the cold air coming in is so cold that it's like fine. Um, James says, hate sending super chats because hate supporting YouTube, but just wanted to say thank you for the Christmas stream. You guys rock. Thanks, James B. Um, Thomas Dye says, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you too, Thomas Dye. Uh, Mike Adams says, please use do not disturb on Teams. Uh, it mutes all notifications and then it doesn't make me think my work's trying to get a hold of me. Okay, I did mute it. I muted it with the volume mixer, but that's another way to do it. Uh, Robert Mail says, with your US stimulus, you can buy one of each item on LTT store single style and size, and still have money left over. Hey, thanks, Robert. That's a great tech tip right there. Cool Man says, uh, hi, bro. And that's pretty much it. Cole, what's up, Cole? Says, Merry Christmas. Haven't caught you guys live in a long time. Yeah, how's that TJ07 treating you? This guy drove all the way, like, hours to come by, like, my old... Was it a TJ07? I think so. I think it was an old TJ07 case or something like that. Was it a TJ07 or was it, like, some server case? I, I don't remember. Slushy says, tips on being a tech YouTuber. Well, um, step one, be a YouTuber. Step two, focus on tech. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, ah, it's really hard to say. It's, it's hard to say. What do you say? People ask me that kind of stuff all the time, and I just never really know how to respond to it because the answer is that I can't give you the answer. If I could give you the answer then um, like it, it wouldn't be the answer, if that kind of makes sense, because part of breaking out is finding your own style and your own voice. And I can't tell you what that is. So that's the best tip I can give, is that you shouldn't follow anyone else. You should figure out your own path. Um, Doug says, I ordered a desk pad two weeks ago. I uh, can't get any updates on the order. Uh, you got a message support, and they have been out all week because our whole staff has been out all week for Christmas, but they'll be back in on Monday, and that's not a mistake. I know it's the first, but we moved the stat to this week, so we are back in office on uh, Monday. Or wait, no, fr it's Friday that's the first, right? Whatever, it doesn't matter. The point is we're back in on Monday. We're in all week next week. Um, We'd love to do something on solar... Um, King of Soldiers, and if we did, we would definitely make a video about it. Wireless Valve Index, is that a thing now? Do they have an adapter? <gasps> I hope so. Is, a, is it on the way? A patent says yes, it's from July. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing has developed on this since July, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see, just because Valve patents something doesn't mean we'll see it anytime soon. 
All right, see you later, my float plane peeps, Lurchuk. Um, we're going to be restocking the Northern Lights desk pad in a couple of months. Unfortunately, it takes that long because we sold them all. Um, so now they're gone. Yeah. Um, Flash says, average stopping distance of all cars is around 132 feet. And motorcycles range from 80 to 246 if you include thinking time. Cool, thank you for that. Linus's room appears to be almost entirely populated with doors, says Astromanta. Yes. Most of them are real and also fake. Real fake doors. See you later, ladies and gentlemen. Hope you enjoyed the show.